Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Silent Sales Machine Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy Smith, and I cannot believe that I'm saying those words. Um, I'm very honored to be here, uh, Jim asked me to be a guest host on uh, the podcast for some episodes here coming up in the future. So uh, extremely honored to be here. Just as a quick side note, just so I can uh, enjoy the moment. You know, I remember four or five years ago listening to Jim and, and going through all the trainings and stuff and just imagining what it'd be like to be on the podcast and talking to him. And it's been an amazing journey over the last year to be able to uh, work with Jim and uh, you know create content and course uh, the refund course together. So I'm extremely honored to be here. But what's an even bigger honor is for me to be able to talk to Maria Hinton. She is somebody that has taken extreme action in the uh, replend course. And we've been seeing a lot of success lately. Uh, but Maria has been a huge driving factor in pushing that success and in making sure other people are inspired by the things that she's doing and she's growing with uh, that course. And so for anybody that's interested in, in looking into replends, we talk a lot about that uh, with Maria and her business model and what she's done. Really, over the last 30 to 45 days, she's gone from $0 in replens to now she said she's doing around $13,000 a month in replens, and it's in Canada. So I get a ton of questions from people trying to figure out if the replenishable strategy will work for them. And we talk about that again in the podcast, but a lot of people ask if it'll work for them in Canada or internationally. And there are a ton of people that are making this work. And Maria is one of those people. So uh, she's extremely inspiring. Uh, she's very, very good at explaining the concepts. And you can tell that uh, within the next year, she's going to be hitting all the goals that she talks about here in the podcast. So again, I'm extremely honored to be able to host this and hopefully some future episodes. And it's an amazing, amazing thing to be able to talk to Maria about her success using the replenishable course. So thank you everybody for being here. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode with Maria. Hey Maria, welcome to the Silent Sales Machine podcast. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, Super excited to talk to you. You've uh, been posting quite a bit actually in the Replens Facebook group. And so I'm really excited to talk to you. It's always great to have activity in there and see people yeah. having success with that concept. So I guess kind of give us a little bit of a background of your business and how you got started in Amazon and where you are now. Okay. So I, I actually only started selling on Amazon's platform, I would say for the last two years. Uh, I started off with books specifically. Okay. But prior to this, for the last, uh, last seven years, I was running my own coaching business and okay. had a lot of service-based clients. And you know, my background was really kind of in helping them, you know, launch courses, set up funnels, run Facebook ads, you know, okay. all that kind of stuff. And I did it for a long time. And what I was starting to realize was that I was kind of building someone else's business and like my clients were surpassing <laughs> Okay. <laughs> which was like, I'm happy for them. But at the same time, I was like, okay, this is, this is not working for me. Mm -hmm. And the reason why it wasn't working for me was even though I was really, I, I was earning incredible income, more than I ever could have ima like imagined for myself and also being able to travel and kind of meet a lot of people. The, the model itself, the one-to-one -one coaching was very difficult because mm -hmm. if I wasn't available, if I wasn't on, <laughs> I wasn't making money, right? Yeah. And so it, it was very challenging. And, you know, I have children. And so I okay. found the, like, 
the life draining out of me slowly. (laughs) I had like a friend of mine who just said, Hey, you know what? I bought Jim Cockrum's uh, pack course. And so I was like, okay, let me check it out. And that's kind of where it all started. So I started, like I said, with books because it was a little bit, to be honest with you, I wasn't I wasn't sure if it was legit or not. <laughs> you know, uh, prior to like looking at the pack course, I had a bunch of little Shopify stores and okay. I was doing drop shipping. And I really felt that that model again wasn't something that uh, just kind of aligned with, you know, my values and making sure that from start to finish, you know, the customer service uh, was, you know, tip top. There was yeah. a lot of elements you couldn't control. And so I was thinking that maybe this program was going to be something similar. And I was like, okay. I just don't have the energy to do this all over again. Right. And, and I was clear, like I experienced success. You know, I was able to sell those Shopify stores and, okay. you know, you know, someone else really enjoys doing drop shipping and that's totally cool. That's great for them. But I just didn't want to invest just the same amount of energy that I had been and it not working out for me. Yeah. And so, and so that's kind of how it started. And then in terms of really kind of like truly getting started in terms of moving away from books, uh, started at the beginning of this year, I would say around March. Yeah. It was just March that I started, you know, looking into the course content a little bit more on the, uh, the pack platform. And that's kind of where I discovered the replan course that you created. Yeah, absolutely. So that's awesome. So how long have you had uh, Pack? And so I, I'm not sure if we said it. So Pack is proven Amazon course for those you know new listeners to the show, and it's a collection of a number of different courses. Mm-hmm. And so Maria's got uh, Pack, what we call it, uh, instead yeah. of the proven Amazon course. But so how long have you had that then? I started with that. I want to say last year, maybe in December, so okay. 2019. Um, oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So it was fairly recent. And then I went through, you know, my life kind of turned a little bit upside down. I was, you know, in the beginning of the 2020, I was going through a separation. And so, you know, that, that in itself takes a lot of energy, you know? And so I just wanted to kind of make sure that like, you know, the kids were okay. And I mean, that was kind of like my number one priority. So it just kind of sat on the shelf. And it wasn't until this year of 2020 that I started really looking at the material and, you know, like being 100% committed to it. You know, I wanted to get rid of all that bad energy, wanted to, you know, (laughs) make sure that I was strong and I had the energy to do this. And and I hit hit the ground running. (laughs) That's awesome. How many kids do you have? So I have two boys. Okay. And awesome. um, they are, my oldest son is almost 16 and okay. my younger son is nine. Wow. So you actually posted in the replan group a while ago that your, one of your sons was studying the course. Uh, was that yeah. your 16 year old? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, during the whole COVID and everything being shut down, there yeah. was uh, a significant amount of time just being wasted, like on video yeah. games. And, TV. and I was yeah. like, why don't you just learn something, mm-hmm. you know, new, right? And so he went through the course and um, it was great because he really, you know, he really started to question, you know, like what it was that he wanted to do, you know, going yeah. forward with college and university. Like maybe, maybe it is a better uh, route to go to like work for myself and create, <laughs> you know, a schedule, right? Yeah. 
but he just got hired with McDonald's. So now he's okay. kind of going that route. And I like that because I think they have really solid training and mm-hmm. it's going to build a lot of foundational skills for him. But yeah, he helps me once in a while. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, any, uh, especially a company like McDonald's, they've got systems for everything, right? So he can even learn, uh, you know, how they created that. How, how did he learn? So yeah, that's really cool. So I've seen too, a lot in the group. It's been really cool to see your post because you started, you sent your first shipment. Was it in May? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So my first, yeah, it was May 8th. Okay, May 8th. And then you posted like a month later, you did like $8,500 or something, right? <laughs> in a 30-day period, which is amazing. And you're in Canada too. So yeah. we get a lot of questions about if this is doable internationally or in, in Canada. So I guess talk about that experience there. What, what have you done over those 30 days really to grow your business? Yeah, absolutely. So I looked at my numbers just before kind of we hopped on the call and mm-hmm. we're sitting at just over... Th- 13,500 for the 30 day period. And so for those that are not sure if this is like a viable, you know, real legit business, I get asked this all the time. People (laughs) kind of look at me sideways and weird when I explain to them what it is that I do. (laughs) And so (laughs) I'm here to tell you that it, it is definitely a solid, a solid business. And I would recommend anyone that is, even if you're just looking to bring in a little bit of extra income on the side, or maybe you want to leave your job or be home with your family, definitely, you know, do some research and, and keep an open mind. That's for sure. Absolutely. And Um, I guess anybody that's new, what is it specifically that you do, right? I I don't want to explain it. I've explained it on other episodes. So, because people learn differently from different people. So can you explain what it is that the concept is um, for new people? Yeah. So basically replenishables is a little bit different from uh, retail arbitrage. So Mm -hmm. in the beginning, when I was starting off with books, like (laughs) naturally, I think you just kind of trip and fall into like retail arbitrage. You're like, oh, (laughs) you know, there's some clearance items. Let me scan these things and, you know, (laughs) see if like they're selling. Right. And so I did, uh, sell a few, quite a few things. And, um, that's just for me going into the school, uh, the store, looking at the clearance items. But I, I honestly, there was something inside of me that just didn't sit well at all because I'm like, Mm. I'm going to be chasing this forever. (laughs) Like, this is crazy. Like, I don't want to have to be looking for sales constantly. Mm. So when I came across the replenishable program, I loved it because it's, it's very systematic and it's sustainable over a very long period of time as long as you keep on doing the same steps. So essentially anything can be a replenishable. A lot of people often think or ask me, is it just like grocery items? Like, no, it's, it's everything. And so basically it's, you know, finding items that sell repeatedly over and over and over and over again. Mm. So it's not items that are a one-time deal or clearance or discontinued items. These are things that you can find in any store, essentially. Yeah, that's a great, perfect overview. I couldn't have said that better myself. Um, So that's awesome. Um, How is it that you are finding the products? Okay, so because I have a background in business, I found that I have maybe a slight advantage over some, you know, somebody that's starting off. And mm-hmm. that's simply 
only because I used to do a lot of SEO and look at keywords, right? So keyword research and market research was something that I specialized. I'm like through and through a nerd. I love data. (laughs) I'm very introverted, which it may not appear, but I I am by myself a good portion Mm. of the time geeking out on like just data. Um, (laughs) So I had a little bit of advantage, but when I went through the replan course, I was like, you don't even need to go in that that kind of depth. It's it's right. a very, very simple process. So essentially, I think with replans, when I was doing it before uh, in the course, uh, the pack course, it was taught you know to scan barcodes and kind of go through. Mm-hmm. I never did that. Even from the beginning, I was always typing in the okay. words because I was aware that there are a lot of listings that are going to be hidden from us because they're out of stock. And that is kind of the key right there. So if you can understand that, it will keep you away from, you know, that really, I call it a bad habit. It's like biting (laughs) nails, don't scan. Like whatever you can do, just don't scan. You know, if you're typing an item in, like the title of, you know, some kind of product, if you can't find it, that's okay then maybe scan it, maybe then go to scanning it, but don't have that as like your default, you know, behavior because you're going to miss out on a lot of opportunity. (laughs) And in Canada, it's a little bit different in the U S and like, maybe we can talk about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, And I'll I'll just real quickly add, I mean, whenever you're scanning something, you're essentially searching Amazon for that UPC specifically. And when buyers are out there trying to find a product, they're not typing in a UPC, right? They're typing in however they're trying to find it. So it could be AIM toothpaste cinnamon. And that's the thing that they're typing in. They're not typing in the numbers zero, two, four, six, seven, eight, you know? So that's, that's how I visually yes. think about it or, or try yes. to wrap my head around it. But um, so, yeah, I guess so. You are in Canada, and we have a lot of people that ask if this is viable in Canada. Are you selling in Canada or are you selling on .com from Canada? Yeah, so replenishables, I am only selling in Canada. Okay. I feel like there's a huge advantage for people that are selling in Canada because there are not as many sellers on the Canadian platform as there is on the US. So I find the US side, there's a little bit more competition. There's still enough to go around for everyone. You know, (laughs) like people are always worried like, oh, that's never going to work. There's going to be a million (laughs) sellers. Like, no. You know, I always tell people, if you are consistent with your action, you're always going to be your competition. You're always going to yeah. be that person that, you know, casually does this once in, once in a while, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. all about being consistent and, and you're going to obviously see, see a lot of results. Now, the only thing that I would say that has been uh, vastly different. So in the replan training, you talk about kind of the keep charts yeah. and the keep tool is really valuable. Like I think it's, you don't need many tools at all. Like if you have mm-hmm. a cell phone and the Keepa app, that's it. And it's, yeah. it's a very minimal cost. So a lot of people think it's like, oh, super expensive. This is going to cost me a ton of money. It's not, it really isn't. Mm-hmm. So those are the only tools that you need and your fingers and you're like, you're good to go. Right. <laughs> yeah. So like, but in the Keepa training, you know, you talk about the drops, right? How many, yeah. when you're looking at a replenishable item, how many drops per month does that item have? And I can't remember from the training, I want to say that like at a minimum, I think it was like 10 drops. And so you recommend a certain amount. Yeah. Well, in Canada, that doesn't apply at all because right. 
I would say out of like majority of the replans that I sold last month. So all of all of the sales that I have had over the mm-hmm. last uh, month, so thirteen thousand five hundred has come from thirty seven replans only. Wow, that's Just incredible! Those. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's really good. I did a lot of research yeah. in the beginning. Yeah, I did because I was a little bit of a chicken. I'm like, I want to make sure I'm doing this, like, right. you know, like properly and like, is this right? But what tripped me up was the fact that I was looking at the Keepa charts and I was not seeing those drops. I was not okay. seeing those 10 drops. You know, I would come mm-hmm. across some of them randomly, but out of the 37, I just kind of did a little bit of work before a call. And it was, I think 18 or 19 of them had only one drop per month. Wow. That's what Keepa is showing. That's insane. Yeah. Um, four of them have zero drops. It's okay. like zero point like four. Like it's not even a whole drop, right? So, wow. you know, you kind of and the how I found those and why I made mm. the choice to buy those. So like, like I said, I'm pretty risk adverse. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to blow a ton of money on stuff that's not gonna sell. But what I did was I looked at that specific replenishable item, and even though I didn't see the drops that we're looking for, what I did was I used the Helium 10 tool and I kind of just looked at the keyword search, right? To see how many times that item is being searched for per month. Mm. And so when I would look at that and I'm like, wow, this item's being searched, you know, 2000 times per month, but there's not really that much availability, if any at all on (laughs) Amazon. So then what I would do is I would go and hop on some some random listing that someone created. <laughs> sometimes they were horrible. Sometimes they were really good. Yeah. And then I would just wait to see if it would sell. Okay, yeah. And if it started to sell well, then I just went out and created my own listing so that it was a bit better and like had, you know, more like better pictures and, you know, better like keywords inside of it. But okay. that's, that's basically the process that I go through and how I yeah. found those first you know, 40 replans. Right. So that's amazing too. And now I'm going to take a step back for people that are new. Uh, Keepa. So basically that is an external software that you can check uh, for consistency and pricing. Uh, those drops that Maria keeps talking about, that's typically the sales rank is dropping. And on the uh, US side, mm-hmm. the .com side, many times those drops correlate to at least one sale. Um, and it seems like in Canada, it's it's not capturing all of the data. And so you know, we use Keepa to give us a good guideline for something selling well and if it's a consistent price. Uh, so that's what she's talking about. In Canada, though, uh, so, well, typically with Keepa, it works by when sellers check a listing, that's when Keepa is capturing data. And so if there aren't many sellers checking a listing, it's only going to show that drop once. So that's really good piece of information for any sellers in Canada or even international sellers looking to sell into Canada instead of, you know, the U S um, that's mm-hmm. definitely something to keep in mind. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's a really good tip there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's incredible yeah. that over the last month you've gone up to, it was 13,000 in sales, right? Um, it's amazing. I know a lot of people typically ask as much as you're comfortable sharing profit margins or ROI, yeah. what are you sitting at with that? So right now we're sitting at 81% ROI and 29% profit margin. Wow. That's awesome. And you're doing a lot of the work, right? Yourself? 
I'm doing all of the work okay. right now by myself. <laughs> okay. Um, just recently in the last like two weeks, I've hired two VAs to do mm. OA for me. So online searches. So they're looking for product for me. You know, I, I create like a small little video training. It's super, because the process is so easy, like it's, yeah. it doesn't require a lot of time. And then we'll sit on like a Zoom call and I'll actually do it live with them so that okay. they kind of get a good understanding of what it is that they're, they're looking for. One of the tips that I would definitely give people is that yes, OA for people who can't get out is great. Or if you're very introverted like me and you don't, you know, like crowds and just being around a ton of people, it's a good thing. However, there are really some amazing replans in, in, and depending on what demographic or what location you are in, for example, Walmart, you're going to find different products that cater specifically to that demographic. And that's kind of what I've learned. So some of the best sellers that I have are not available in the Walmart that is close to my house, but I drive 15 minutes away and Mm -hmm. it's like a completely different world like that I've stepped (laughs) in, right? Like some of the products I come across, I'm like, whoa, like this is crazy. The international, I always tell people like if you're ungated in food, like people are like, don't tell your secrets. I have an abundance mindset. There's plenty to go around, take all these secrets and use them. The key is using them. (laughs) So, but the international food section is crazy good. Like there's so many awesome products that I've even tried, you know, at home cooking with, Mm -hmm. but that are not available on Amazon's platform. So when you think about people, you know, kind of being cooped up, here in Canada, we're just starting to kind of go back to normal, but we don't know if there's going to be another wave that hits or not. But mm-hmm. uh, what has definitely changed, regardless of what happens, is the buying habits of people and how yeah. they shop. So I know a lot of people, especially uh, the older demographic, mm-hmm. you know, the baby boomers, I've had to teach a few how to use Amazon and how to buy things, right? And they're like, right. oh, this is so easy. It just comes <laughs> to your door, right? Yeah. Like they're never going out again. Right? So, <laughs> yeah. um, everything is being, you know, like delivered to their house. And, and that's important for them because, you know, not everyone has a vehicle. Not everyone can get out or is it safe mm-hmm. for them to get out? So, you know, those are like two things that I would just really, really like suggest is getting out and try to find, you know, replans in very niche stores, things that you're not going to commonly see. Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of people automatically think with arbitrage to go straight to Walmart. And yeah, Walmart has, you know, niche products. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you're, if you've got a a small local store that sells niche products, that can be an excellent place to go. And so that's a really great tip there because, you know, it's easy for people to just automatically assume Walmart is where I've got to go. But, you know, yes, that is an awesome source, but you can have much better, more stable sources if you go to regional or local stores. And so. That's an awesome tip. Uh, yeah. Um, the other thing that I would suggest that has definitely made a difference for me, mm-hmm. and I think one of the reasons why I've hit you know, these numbers so quickly is because of you know, building relationships. So as much as I'm a hermit, like, <laughs> I like talking to people. Like I'll go out and I'll engage with people. And it just so happened that one of the replans that I sell, it has a bunch of variations to it. So out of the 37 replans, I think it's like 14 
is from the same brand and it's just a different variation. And what I was doing was I was actually ordering that product online. And so it was being shipped to my house. And then two weeks ago, something weird happened where some like random human just come and drop, like not a courier, not FedEx, just said, hi, I'm here with your, your, your order. And I was like, oh, okay. So I just started talking to him and it just so happens that that guy is a major wholesaler in my area. And he orders from that company directly. And I guess they use him just kind of as a middleman to deliver sales within the Canadian area because that's a US-based company. So I started talking to him and he just said, I noticed that you order a lot of you know these items. And I said, yes. And he goes, if you order through me, I can get you a way better deal. And I was like, what? So <laughs> what I found out was each unit that I was purchasing was $15.50 per unit. That was ordering it directly from the States. And I get it from him uh, $11. Wow. So it was a huge difference. Yeah, that's $11 awesome. per unit. I wanted to cry of happiness. Like I literally almost hugged him. I just bumped him instead. I was like, this <laughs> right. is amazing. So, like, you know, yeah. I, because of that. So I know that over the next, you know, going forward, my numbers are going to look vastly different because the bulk of my sales is coming from that one specific brand. Yeah. And I've just cut my cost down significantly. Yeah. And so I was already making really good money off of them. <laughs> But it's building those relationships and having conversations with people and, you know, not being shy and telling people what it is that you do. Because sometimes I feel like a lot of people are really, there's like this like dirty little feeling that's associated with what we do. Like people are so scared of like, (laughs) what's someone going to think if I have 20 of these items in my cart, right? Like most people don't care. They're not paying attention. And if they do ask, just, you know, have a conversation. Like there's no need to lie or to make up Mm -hmm. a story about it because oftentimes you'll find that people are willing to help you out. And then same thing, I have a connect at Costco. And so there's a specific product that sells really well, but is very difficult to find. And so they tell me when the shipment comes in. So you bet I'm there at like, as soon as it opens and I'm grabbing that product. That's awesome. So you've been building relationships. Your business is growing tremendously, very fast, which is awesome. You also are, you just got your own space, right? To do some prepping and shipping because you've got a kind of unorthodox space, right? Uh, It's not necessarily a leased uh, building. So tell us a little bit about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a very, uh, it's very different. So I was doing everything out of my apartment and so I'm kind of in a transition period where my son's about to graduate high school and I kind of wanted to keep him in the area, but I don't want to live here permanently. So it's not my forever area. And so we ended up just getting an apartment, lease, like renting it for a year, but the space is limited. It's very tiny. And I was getting really, I have OCD, like I'm super neat freak. And so seeing bubble wrap and boxes and (laughs) my head. I was like, no, this can't like, I keep working because I just keep Mm -hmm. looking at the numbers. And I remind myself like I'm super uncomfortable because this is not how my space normally is. 
but it's just temporary, right? And that I think is the biggest thing that people need to understand when they're getting into this. Everything is temporary. You're going to hit roadblocks along the way. You're going to be uncomfortable. Maybe you'll outgrow your space and and that's going to add to some frustration, but it's okay. Everything is temporary. And, you know, this is all about growth, right? When we're expanding, it's always uncomfortable, but yeah. there's something that's really amazing on the other side of that. And so I just, you know, earlier this week came into the kitchen, stubbed my toe on my industrial scale. And I was like, that's it. I'm not <laughs> doing this anymore. Right. And again, you know, it's just about having conversations. I, I went to look at a storage unit and one of the guys said, hey, you know what? Like 20 minutes from here, they have these workspace storage units that have hydro. You have all the power outlets, obviously, and then it has internet. And they're, they're used as workshops. So you can't sell it out of them because it's illegal to do so, but yeah. you can use it as a prep space. And it was really, I just honestly, I got super lucky because those units are really hard to come by. And unfortunately, you know, two of the units were empty because the, you know, the occupants had to claim bankruptcy because of COVID. But prior to that, they were there since 2004. So like they've been renting this, these units for a long time because they're super affordable. So I have a 400 square foot it's creepy inside. <laughs> it's super creepy, but we're going to like, we're going to glamify it a little bit. We're going to make okay. it look better, yeah. but it's, it's perfect for what we need. And so I have, uh, I have like, you know, had to bribe my, my ex-husband and say, Hey, you want to help me set up some stuff? And so we have a great relationship. He was like, okay. he's like, he's offered his assistance. Awesome. So yeah. we're going to build out the space with the intention that there are going to be other people in that space doing the prepping, not myself. And then, yeah, we'll go, we'll go from there. That's awesome. So I guess, do you uh, plan with your business to keep growing it in replans or do you have different plans moving forward? What's, what's the future for, uh, you know, what's coming up for you? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm definitely all about creating multiple revenue streams. So I'm focused obviously on the replans right now. I I still sell a lot of books and I want to let everyone know a secret. Books can be replenishables. Um, So just so you know, there are distributors that you can order brand new books from Mm. at a very, very low cost. I buy books anywhere from 60 cents to usually $4.00. But those books usually have a profit of like anywhere from seven to ten dollars a book. Wow, that's awesome margin, and that's the reason why I think you know the numbers for my sales I didn't include like in the replans, but my books produce a really decent return in comparison to a lot of the replans because the yeah. cost is so low. Right. It's Really low. Like if you can find an item for sixty cents and sell it yeah. for twenty four ninety nine, it's insane, right? That's it's crazy. Really, so like I'm definitely not giving up my books at all because it's <laughs> it's a nice revenue stream from that. So every every month I profit around two thousand dollars off of books, wow. and my cost for it is less than six hundred. 
So oh it's goodness. like, yeah, it's a really good replan. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it, it's great. So I have one VA that's uh, sourcing books okay. and I have another one that's focused on specifically uh, Walmart. That's kind okay. of uh, divisions gotcha. there. Yeah. So ideally, I would like to see the replan my business grow strictly with replans at least. Fifty to sixty thousand dollars per month before I entertain adding another stream, mm. revenue yeah. stream, and it, the reason being is simply just because I want to make sure that I iron out all the kinks before I hop into something, you know, something else. Yeah. And so I really want to have good understanding of the whole process. Make sure that I sit up, you know, standard operational procedures for that that business, so that anyone yeah. that I do bring in is not confused, right? It's it's kind of foolproof. Anyone can do it. And then that way I'll have I'll be able to kind of step away a little bit and mm-hmm. and then be creative. And Absolutely. Kind of next. Ideally I would love to have a prep center uh, okay. next year. I just because I first of all am very organized. <laughs> organized. And my background in school is in international business. And, you know, a lot of my background is working on, you know, finding the gaps in businesses, you know, where they're kind of leaking money. So because I have a strong background in that, I really feel like a prep center would be super easy for me. Um, I last year had the opportunity just through school, I had to do a placement and I ended up being at Amazon's Fulfillment Center, the largest one in North America. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> the worst job I've ever had. So, <laughs> okay, <laughs> for me, when I walked in, I mean, it's super organized. Like mm. everything has a process. It is like a person who is very type A, like me. It's like a dream job to have okay, in yeah. terms of organization, but it is back breaking work. It is not easy. So I kind of had to mentally prepare myself to go in into that space because I knew it wasn't going to be easy. But I I knew the reason why I was there was to really kind of have a good understanding of the flow, how everything flows. Because my ultimate goal, even from you know two years ago, was I would like to set up a prep center. To me, mm-hmm. there's an appeal there to be able to help you know, other sellers bring goods from the US, UK, wherever, and bring that into the Canadian market. Because like I said, there's not a lot of variety on our platform just yet. Mm -hmm. And I would love to be able to facilitate that and be kind of like a person for them. That's awesome. Um, So yes, that's that's the goal for for next year. That's awesome. So you got to, I mean, it's amazing too, to see just how you've gone about starting your business with the mindset of how can I scale it, right? So, and I think that's a hugely important piece for anybody looking to start their business because from personal experience, we did not do that, right? (laughs) So we've been selling on Amazon since December, 2015, and it took us three to four years until we really started to systematically approach it. And, you know, we made the mistake at our own business of trying to jump around from business model to business model, and you've got uh, the right mindset for let's bolt this down, let's get the replans down to where we can outsource it as much as possible and then move into different avenues. So that's amazing. Uh, you know, it's good that you're starting out that way because it'll yeah. definitely reduce the headaches uh, if you start out that way versus figuring it out the hard way. So yeah, absolutely. And I just think it kind of, you know, I don't know if it's just a Maria problem, but I think a <laughs> lot of people struggle with this, you know, 
that shiny object syndrome, right? You know, kind of like looking or like the fear of missing out on something. And that really is going to work against you if you're Mm -hmm. in this business. So, you know, when you do go through the training, um, you know, you have to do it with with the mindset that you're committed. Like this is like a relationship that you're in, you know, a replanned relationship. And this is what you're sticking to. Like you're, you're going to be working this for six months, a year, whatever it is going to take you to hit the numbers that are, that are okay for you, but you have to do it because if you're hopping from place to place, you're really not doing anything effectively. You're just keeping your head above the water and it keeps, it really causes a lot of stress and unnecessary stress. So I would always recommend, I mean, eight years ago when I built my business from ground up, I bootstrapped Mm -hmm. everything like building the website. The only thing I didn't do was like my website copy and my photos, but Mm -hmm. like everything I built all the courses and there's so much power in leveraging other people's skills. And so if you are able to utilize someone else's skills, you know, whether you hire a shop or, or have someone helping you with searching for products online, you know, the packing and the prepping, whatever it is, use it because you're going to be able to scale that much quicker. Absolutely. No, yeah. that's that's Don't do it excellent. By yourself. Yeah, excellent advice for sure. Yeah, don't do it by yourself. Like I, I made the mistake of doing that in my business. Luckily, it worked out for me. But I, <laughs> I'm like corporate job that I could rely on, and I was building it on the side, so it wasn't a really big thing. But I always, I went in with the mentality like I don't need anyone. I can do this myself. There's right. no fun in that. Like it's a very lonely, lonely world. And uh, very difficult too. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. need to be. I mean, if we're getting into this business, the idea is to create time freedom, right? It's Mm -hmm. to be able to spend it with our loved ones, our our kids, you know, be able to travel the world, whatever it is that you want to do. You're not going to be able to do that if you're, if you're like a lone ranger and just kind of doing everything yourself. It's not possible. Absolutely. No. Um, and for anybody too, that's interested, if you're, if you want to get started with the replens course specifically, uh, if you go to provenamazoncourse.com forward slash replens, it's actually 90% off right now. I think it's like oh, wow. 29 bucks. So, um, it's, <laughs> it's super inexpensive. Yeah. Um, or if you uh, want to jump in, you know, head first into everything, there's uh, the proven Amazon course, which includes the replens course. So provenamazoncourse.com. And those links will be in the show notes too. So Maria, any, uh, parting words? for anybody out there. Uh, You've had a ton of golden nuggets here. So anybody that's listening should probably re-listen to this, uh, especially if you're in Canada. But Mm -hmm. anything else that you'd like to add? Yeah, I just think that the only way to succeed in this is coming in with the right mindset. That is going to be the key to this. If you think that it's going to be hard, if you don't think it's going to be possible, you know what? You're right. It's not going to happen for you, right? But on the flip side of that, if you come in thinking, I can do this, this is a viable source, you know, I can get the results that I'm looking for, it will happen, you know? I always tell people, like, you just have to put that energy out there and don't be afraid to help one another. Like, when I see people, you know, guard their secrets or don't want to talk to people and share that, I always cringe inside because for me, like, the first thing is, why not help one another? Like, why not? Also, too, we have to keep in mind that 
oftentimes, even when we give out great information, like your course is fantastic, but you're going to have people go through the course and not take any action. So it doesn't matter if you have all the answers and like everything laid out at the end of the day, it's going to be up to that person to do something with it. And guess what? A lot of people do not do it. They just don't. Right. (laughs) So like keep that in mind, like you're working against those people. It's easy. Mm -hmm. I always tell people there's people that have natural talent and there's people that have work ethic. Mm -hmm. I'm a workhorse. So (laughs) I know for a fact that I will always outpace the person that has natural talent Mm -hmm. because my commitment and my dedication is like most people can't keep up with it. And that's like a really strong skill that I use yeah. to my advantage. I may not be like, get something right away and I have to look at it a couple of times. <laughs> and I really have a bad memory. So I forget and I have to go back to certain things. <laughs> but that's okay. Like, you know, my, that, that work ethic is there. And mm-hmm. I find that I always surpass the people that naturally just kind of get things. So, mm-hmm. you know, like don't come into this with the wrong mindset. That's for sure. Absolutely. No, that's a perfect perfect way to, I guess, get people primed for starting their business, right? So having the right mindset, having the right work ethic, and don't be afraid to, uh, you know, share things with other people, because then you can learn and kind of fellowship together and grow together. And actually, you know, uh, Maria, you've been a huge inspiration to tons of people in the Facebook group, because you are or in our replens Facebook group specifically, because you're sharing your, your story, you're growing, uh, and everybody's seeing that and getting inspired. So it's been awesome to watch. It's been uh, a huge honor for me to be able to host this episode and talk to you uh, about everything in your business. And uh, I'm excited to, you know, either have myself interview you again in a year or Jim to yeah. interview you again on the podcast and see where you've done sure. because there's going to be a lot of exciting things ahead for you. So yeah, and it's really all because excited. of you guys, right? Like if you guys <laughs> didn't create this content and put it out there, you know, I wouldn't be here. And that's like something that I'm honestly truly grateful for. And I'm sure that you have people messaging you all the time telling you, you know, how, how much your, your training and Jim's training has really kind of changed the trajectory of like their lives, because I know it has for me and, and I'm, I'm a single mother. So like, you know, my time is very limited. I have a lot of responsibility on my shoulders. And if I can do it, anyone can do it. I assure you, like if I can do it and find time to do it, anyone can. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely humbling too, to get those messages. But Jim and I both know that any of the courses that come out here, they aren't successful unless people put in the work. And so, um, as you mentioned, right, I mean, you you said that alluded to that. So, you know, it takes people putting in that work and you've definitely done that and uh, it's been exciting to see things grow for you. So um, thanks so much for being on the Silent Sales Machine podcast, Maria, and I look forward to hearing more from you soon. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.